Hi there, you're listening to Commissioning Conversations, the podcast brought to you by Broadcast Intelligence. Hi, and welcome back to Commissioning Conversations. I'm Alice Redman. I'm Hannah Bowler. And we are both senior media researchers for the Commissioner Index. And we wanted to do a bit of a special podcast today. Um, We're returning for what we're tentatively calling season two. Obviously, season one came out of our response to wanting to know what was going on with commissioning in the industry during lockdown. And obviously understanding that all of you want to know what was going on with commissioning during lockdown. But as that's kind of changing and everything's up in the air, we thought we'd take a little look back. We'd also like to talk to you about a new report, Commissioning Under COVID, which looks back at how commissioning changed in April and May of 2020. This is our first podcast where we've actually spoken to each other instead of interviewing. Looking back on the past kind of couple of months, I'm quite interested to know, Hannah, which was your favourite podcast? So, Alice, um, I really enjoyed speaking to David Royal of Smithsonian Channel over on the, in the US. Um, he was our first episode of the series and he is a very wise man, very worldly. And he shared a lot of really good insight into how he's been working with the UK production community in particular. And they actually commissioned from UK producers Wonderhood Studios, COVID, our lockdown in Shanghai. There was a special documentary that basically followed residents in one building living during the coronavirus lockdown. But yeah, it was quite unique and it, and it came out quite early on. And because obviously Shanghai was ahead of lockdown compared to the UK especially, um, it kind of gave a first glimpse of what people were going through. It'd be quite interesting to see if user-generated content and things like that kind of continue because you've got Snoop Dogg's coming out of Channel 4 last week and I wonder if it's actually we're past that now like that was a really good idea and really original when it was commissioned in April. I'm getting a sense definitely from the commissioners that there's been a bit of zoom fatigue where everybody's now turning away from kind of wanting these oh it's filmed by a talent in their house but also I mean there's still there's still a case for having it I think it's just gone more premium now Mm. now lockdown is starting to ease and filmmakers can get good kit out to talent it's kind of become less zoom in your bedroom speaking to a comedian and now more premium high spec yeah things are gonna stop and I think that in that respect some broadcasters were ultimately quite sensible in the way that they said they didn't want any of this fast turnaround corona related content because it had a it definitely has had a shelf life I mean there's no way to know whether we're going to have we're going to return back into lockdown because things are easing up and I know a lot of people are going to be enjoying the pub but it's hard to know if that's going to be all fun and dandy or if we're going to have a second lockdown and whether that just means that program makers like Channel 4 who have ordered so much fast turnaround UGC and shorter runtime content are just actually going to be prepared or if all of this effort is going to have been great for those few months but it doesn't have as much of a repeatability factor. I think the fact that everybody's gone to the swing of things and learn ways around the lockdown mm. that and ways of filming under social distancing measures. I feel like if there was a second lockdown now, they wouldn't have to rely on that kind of fast turnaround UGC. Like if you take uh, Alan Bennett's Talking Heads, for example, that was filmed in Elstree Studios, by the time that that was commissioned, 
enough thought had come through and ways of working had been processed to work out that they could actually take that idea and film safely in a studios mm. and present a piece of very high quality premium drama still adhering to the social distancing measures but the, the kind initial of scramble scramble for just getting anything out but now that has passed I think if there was a second wave I feel like the tv industry is much better equipped to coming up with quite innovative ways to keep production values high so who was your favourite interviewee of the first series? So I had such a complete fangirl moment speaking to Emma Norton and Ed Guiney from Element Pictures about normal people, just because of it was a show and a book that I really, really loved. And I think I really wanted to know how they kind of got into the source material of that and also how they filmed it. Looking at Scripted in particular, which has obviously suffered the biggest hit of any genre in production, what do you think of... The scripted which has been ordered during lockdown I know obviously there's commissions from ITV BBC and a couple of kind of um, US and S4 attempts I wondered Alice what you thought of lockdown drama you know what I actually genuinely thought that there would be way more scripted there were, I thought that when ITV did their zoom focus drama stories. isolation stories that that would suddenly everyone be like oh brilliant we can do this and there was a lot of like online and SVOD zoom dramas and I kind of thought oh this would be really interesting I bet this really picks up you know comparing the cost of what a normal drama if you can get a good half an hour out of sending people cameras and getting them to film remotely and kind of structuring the storyline around what the nation and what everyone was going through I kind of thought that would be a no-brainer but instead it ended up being like a one-time thing from ITV I think a two-time thing from the BBC nothing from Channel 4 which was who I expected the most to be honest to yeah I think I would have expected Channel 4 to be honest I was I was surprised that they didn't kind of come up with their own mm. um they like capturing quite contemporary of the moment societal changes and this is probably the biggest yeah I know Netflix um, are going to do that anthology series, Socially Distance, but there's been no more details other than the commission back in April. So how that I will go. I also found it really interesting. When NBC had ordered a comedy about people in lockdown, but in a reflective way, that's going to be really interesting for drama and comedy and scripted in general is how many reflective sitcoms or dramas come out of what we've been through praying that it doesn't happen again because no one wants to be stuck in lockdown watching a comedy about four people stuck in lockdown together I think there was a bit of that I think a lot of the reason why drama was hesitant was no one knew how long it would last and I think it was a bit more of a escapism time but Considering Channel 4's commitment to kind of short form and using short form to develop ideas, I found it very surprising that they didn't do any fast turnaround short form. So there was a rise in factual and entertainment during the lockdown, obviously at the detriment of scripted. And I was just wondering if kind of like looking back over the past couple of months, whether there's any kind of trends that you've pulled out in kind of subject matter or or style or tone is there any kind of commonality maybe between the kind of commissioning that you have seen I think the most interesting thing I've noticed is there was a lot more 
of unexpected choices as well as some very expected choices. So I think if you take ITV, for example, they had some really ITV choices in the talent that they used to front programmes. They had a lot of familiar faces cropping up on the channel, I think, in a time when people wanted that familiarity. That was brilliant. That worked so well. They had you know, Gemma Collins. They doubled their Martin Lewis. They had Alan Titchmarsh. They had Ross Kemp going into the NHS not once but twice to tell us all about Corona. You know, they had familiar faces. But what also is quite interesting is Archive. And I think Archive kind of got used in unexpected ways where I think, say, for example, Channel 4, when I was looking back at their commissions in lockdown, I expected to see Archive crop up on a lot more the factual programs but actually cropped up on some fact end and some entertainment programs i was expecting to speak to just commissioners of specialist factual and i'd say crime as well actually as another genre that you can kind of carry on producing um with mm. just slotting an archive and maybe filming testimony remotely that was kind of where i expected it but then I mean, I saw the Paddy McGuinness, Freddie Flintoff, Total Wipeout series. And I was like, oh, like, that's so fun. You've just like rebooted an iconic show. You've just, it's so easy. You've just got two charismatic good friends to just narrate over the archive. So I guess we should tell everyone what we have been up to whilst Commissioning Conversations has taken a short pause over the month of June. The Commissioner Index team have been working on um, their latest report, Commissioning Under COVID-19. The report basically presents the commissioning strategies of UK broadcasters, analysing all the programming data that has been logged by the broadcast intelligence team during the months of April and May, while we were kind of in the thick of the lockdown. The report analyses the PSB broadcasters in the UK, so that's the BBC, ITV, Channel 4 and Channel 5, and has a quick glance at what the non-PSBs were up to during these months as well. Between April and May, the programme index logged 156 greenlight announcements from all across the UK's channels, and 89 of these were recorded as being related to the pandemic or adapted for lockdown. The PSB is responsible for 127 of these shows that were greenlit, and that is the ones that we are focusing on predominantly for the report. We're taking a look at their strategies, how they adapted, or how they didn't adapt in some cases. We also take a cross-genre approach where we look at falls in specific genres, and also surprising rises in a few genres that were unexpected when we began the research. Thank you for listening to Commissioning Conversations. Commissioning under COVID-19 is out now for the early bird price of £250 until the 31st of July. If you're interested in purchasing the report, please go to broadcastintel.com and click on the reports section. Or, if you're already a Commissioner Index user, you can upgrade to the CI Pro package. This gives you the ability to have two users on the Commissioner Index, as well as access to this report and all previous ones. And if you're already a subscriber to CI Pro, the report will be ready and waiting for you to read. This podcast is produced, hosted and edited by Alice Redman and Hannah Bowler. We'll be back next week with more, so don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Podbeam or YouTube. In the meantime, the latest commissioner briefs can be found on broadcastintel.com.